and welcome to another episode of Ruby's Corner. I'm so happy right now because my brother just brought me a salad from Sweet Green, my favorite place. So I'm very excited to eat this after I record. I'm literally staring at it right now. Maybe you'll hear me munching on it like halfway through. Anyway, today I'm going to be talking about perfectionism. Um, yeah, I feel like there's so much to say about it, but for now, the way I wanted to start off was there is a chapter in this book called The Extremely Busy Woman's Guide to Self-Care by Suzanne Falter. I love this book so much and I highly recommend it. She has so much wisdom, so much life advice and just like experience to share. Anyway, um, from this chapter in it on perfectionism, there's like journal prompts that she gives to identify whether you are a perfectionist. Um, so I'm going to be reading some of the prompts, um, these statements, and if you find yourself like agreeing to a lot of them or just being like, oh my gosh, yes, like that's me, um, I think it's safe to say that you are probably a perfectionist too. So I'll start now. Prompt one. When I begin a task or a project, I usually expect a perfect outcome for myself regardless of the circumstances. When I make a mistake, I experience panic or shame. When things don't turn out as I expected, I double down my efforts to correct the situation as quickly as possible. I have trouble allowing enough time to get tasks and projects done with ease and grace. Somehow, no matter how hard I work, the results are usually not good enough or satisfying to me. I avoid asking for help. It just seems easier to handle things by myself. When I look at my work, I notice mostly the flaws and they bug me for a long time to come. I have a nagging sense of not enough in general in my life. I can still remember mistakes I made years ago and I still feel shame about them. I am actually very competitive and take a lot of pride in being the best. It's important to me that people know I am the best at what I do. I'm not sure who I'd be otherwise. Finally, my response to criticism is usually dread. Okay, so yeah, like I said, if you identified with a lot of those statements, you might be a perfectionist yourself. And so this episode will hopefully provide you with some tips to overcome perfectionism and just put less pressure on yourself and hopefully be happier in all the different areas of your life. So to share a little bit about what perfectionism has looked like for me, it's been linked to a lot of feelings of fear and guilt and self-hatred in my life, which is why it is something that I'm working to um, kind of challenge and replace with healthier habits and mindsets and attitudes. So yeah, one example is in my work um, and in my studies. So my approach has usually been to just like drive myself into the ground, trying to get things done perfectly. And so I remember like in high school and my early college years, if I had an assignment that was due, I would literally devote so much time to it. I would plant myself at my desk. Like I would wake up, usually on Saturdays, 
because that's when I had like the whole day um, free. But it should be used to like do fun things, right? But no, if I had something to do, I would wake up, I would plant myself at my computer, I would devote the entire day to just doing that one thing like flawlessly. And then it usually wouldn't end up being so flawless. And so I'd probably cry in the process a lot. And then if I wasn't done that day, I would have to get ready to do it all over again the next day. And yeah, I would go to sleep just stressed <laughs> and overwhelmed and just kind of beating myself up about like not delivering on my own expectations for myself. So yeah, that was my approach to work. Um, and also with my like relationships with other people, I think perfectionism really had a huge tight grip on my life. I think I really believed that I was inadequate in a lot of ways. One of my biggest struggles from my childhood was like not having a best friend. I feel like all the Disney shows, there's always the two best friends, you know? And I felt like because I didn't have that, I was probably lacking or inadequate in some way. Like I wasn't funny enough or I wasn't cool enough or like pretty enough to be around. And I think to try to make up for that or like compensate, I guess, I really thought I just had to work so hard. Um, yeah, to try to be perfect because I felt so imperfect as I was. So yeah, for a lot of my life, um, I think I believed that how hard I tried and worked to be a good friend or daughter or sister or like person um, was the only thing that would give me worth and value. And because of this, it was really hard for me to like draw boundaries. I could never say no to anyone or anything because I felt like if I did, then like people would hate me or I would just be like, it's like I don't have much to offer anyway. The only thing I can offer is all of me, like all my time and effort and energy. Yeah, so <laughs> that was what perfectionism looked like in my relationships. And I think in both of these examples, you can probably tell it was pretty toxic, pretty harmful, <laughs> not a good way to live, not healthy at all. So yeah, I was just always afraid of what things would be like if I didn't work so hard all the time. I would feel guilty when I couldn't deliver on different expectations. I would hate myself when I thought I failed. Um, so yeah, I think perfectionism can really take a tight grip on you. And it can be really hard to come out of it. But I think... Um, thankfully, I am slowly growing out of this, but it takes, I found, a lot of conscious and active efforts to think and live differently. So to get into more, like, strategies to overcome perfectionism or, like, advice, I don't know if I could say advice because I'm still a recovering perfectionist myself, but... I guess like things that have helped me so far in loosening up, lessening this pressure and tension from perfectionism in my life. Yeah, some tips. I think the first one is to recognize that it is a problem 
they always say that with any problem like the first step to get better is to know that you need help so that's a big part of why i wanted to start the episode with those like prompts and statements to like identify if you're a perfectionist because i think recognizing it and acknowledging that it is causing problems in your life is the first step to try to come up with like a remedy for that i think another important step is then to really ease up on yourself um and challenge yourself to be more easygoing (laughs) it sounds kind of funny or like counterintuitive it's like you have to make effort to not make effort (laughs) like for me when i was first trying to be less of a perfectionist i found myself stressing and like wanting to get this this and this done and like i wanted to make a to-do list so bad for the weekend but then i really challenged myself to not open my computer not open my emails not open any of my different class portals for the whole weekend i would set like little goals and challenges like that for myself and i had to force myself to be okay with doing fun things (laughs) instead of working but the more i did that the more it became like easier like the first time was hard of course like i wanted so badly to just open my computer and like start working but then the next time i challenged myself i was like yes like i'm excited to rest i'm excited to be a couch potato and watch something like watch my favorite show i'm excited to see my friends this weekend like whatever stuff like that so like easing up on yourself and challenging yourself to ease up on yourself I think is a huge part of overcoming perfectionism and then this is like pretty broad i guess but another important tip i would give is to be really kind really gentle and really patient with yourself in the process of trying to let go of this perfectionism because i think it's a really hard thing to try to like unlearn the things that you've been doing for so long but I think that makes it all the more important to be kind and patient with yourself as you're trying to give yourself the room to change. So for me, that looked a lot like listening to myself and not dragging myself. I kind of thought of myself as like a younger me or like maybe like a kid that I would be watching. Like I would not want to push a kid to do something they don't want to do if they're like not feeling it so i wouldn't do that to myself does that make sense i don't know so like if i wasn't in the right mindset to be able to like finish i don't know this draft for like an application i just wouldn't i would just like reassure myself that it's not so urgent and it's okay if i don't do it yeah i wouldn't drag myself to do things that i wasn't ready or able to do I would give myself the space to just rest, do less, and another strategy that's helped me is to just go to the worst case scenario in my head. And I actually have a very specific example. There was a point where I was just feeling very drained and overwhelmed by a lot of things, and school is one of them. And I had so many different deadlines for school, like this one week or like this one weekend. And I found myself just like frozen. Like I could not get myself out of bed to open my computer. But then also just lying in bed thinking about it was like driving me up the walls. Um, But the way I got out of that was I asked myself, what would happen if I don't do all of these things? And... I like jumped to 
okay, well, if I don't do this, this, and this, like I'm supposed to do, or like um, it's expected of me, then I'll probably get zeros for these assignments. I probably won't get the best grades for this semester. My GPA will probably drop, but then like, okay, whatever. And then what if I can't keep being a student anymore? What if I just like have to drop out of college? I can't finish my degree. What if that happens? And I was like, okay, like that's not the end of the world. And I kept going and I was like, if I don't have a job in X amount of years, it's okay, like it's fine. <laughs> and once I got to that point of like, it's fine if you don't do everything that you're expecting yourself to do, I actually found the motivation again to work. And then all those things ended up getting done on time. And it was wild, like pretty bizarre. But reflecting on it later, I think I really just needed to hear that. Like I needed to tell myself that it was okay to not be perfect, like to be the opposite to be like a failure what i define in my head as failing and not meeting these expectations like i said earlier i think perfectionism can be linked to a lot of fear so then i think just like facing that fear head on and following it through that spiral to the very end that actually helped me a lot so if you're ever faced with a lot of responsibility, I think going to the worst case scenario sometimes helps in like maybe getting some of the drama <laughs> in your head out and reassuring yourself that you're okay. Like whatever happens, you'll deal with it then. But in the present moment, you do need to prioritize your well-being and you need to make sure that you're not pushing or dragging yourself or beating yourself up to try to meet your expectations, which are impossible because they are perfection <laughs> so yeah i think another strategy is pretty closely related to the last one but it's to reassure and encourage yourself that you're doing fine and that your worth is not in your work or in the results that you produce it's not in your success it's not in your accomplishments you're beautiful and valuable and worthy just as you are so like reminding yourself that you have value and worth not in your perfection or efforts to be perfect but actually in your imperfection as the wonderfully made human that you are and letting go of that heavy weight and those heavy expectations you've put on yourself and carried for far too long for me this is a constant and ongoing process of automatically clenching and consciously letting go when I'm faced with things, I think I do revert back to that perfectionist mentality, at least at first. But then now I'm trying to make more effort to counter that with reassurance, kindness, patience, ultimately just letting go of those expectations I have for myself and replacing it with just this strong sense of myself and compassion for myself and understanding that I have worth and value besides my work and besides like my effort and just trying to be perfect. So to close, I want to read some excerpts from that same chapter that the prompts from the beginning of the episode came from. This first excerpt is, this means I can mess up, make mistakes, and not get things right. Then I can ask for help, get feedback, correct course, and improve. And I can do this again and again and again. And it's okay. Not only is it okay, it's remarkably fun as well. 
I think this is so beautiful because I found that the more I continue on this journey of overcoming my perfectionism, the more fun I just have as a person and in my life. I'm more forgiving of myself and because of this I feel freer to do and try more things. Yeah, it's been really fun. Even this podcast is a perfect example. Like my first episode, I remember listening back and just hearing all of the ums and the likes and things I said that just didn't make sense. But putting aside that desire to be perfect and flawless and focusing more on the good things, yeah. This second excerpt starts, Perfection is nothing more than the cry of a frightened soul trying to get our attention. When we stop to listen to this voice and we reassure her that we're actually doing fine, then we relax, and ultimately we grow. For it is our compassion toward ourselves that really unlocks our brilliance, one sweet, vulnerable step at a time. All we have to do is be willing to see the truth. Ugh, I think the first time I read that, I just like cried because I felt so understood and so encouraged to listen to my own frightened soul and reassure her that she's doing just fine. I think that last line though, all we have to do is be willing to see the truth, is so interesting because I think there are people out there that do not want to see the truth. In other words, they don't want to see perfectionism as a bad thing. And I think that was me for a while too. but. I actually saw an article on like why would people not want to let go of their anxiety like something along the lines of that title and some of the reasons that were in there were those people like get good results from their perfectionism and their drive to be perfect so they don't want to let go of those good results. Another reason is that they think they won't be valued if they get rid of their perfectionist mentality. That's definitely something I can relate to. And then another reason is that they're just so used to living this way and they don't know another way to live. But I think like the potential benefits of staying a perfectionist and not trying to change, I don't think they really outweigh the cost and the toll and the mental damage that this does to you in the long run. Mental and honestly often even physical stress really does take a toll on the body and can lead to a lot of different problems. Speaking from experience, which maybe I'll get to in a different episode. But yeah, overall, I think being a perfectionist and trying to get good results and pinning your security in those results is just not worth your peace. There is like a quote that I will always remember. It's, would you rather be right or would you rather be happy? And I think similarly with perfectionism, I think a question that can be posed is, would you rather be perfect or would you rather be peaceful? And I think because perfection is just impossible, I think peace is what we should be striving for. So yeah, I hope this episode was helpful to you. And just to make it clear if I didn't already make it clear, I am still struggling with this problem like to this day. It's an ongoing journey to overcome perfectionism, but I think very worthwhile and I think even in like the short time that I've been actively trying to change this about myself, I think I've experienced so much healing and peace already. So I definitely think it's worth continuing and um, my DMs are always open to anyone else who might want to talk more about this or like 
ask for more tips or share their own tips with me i would love to just start any conversation about this so yeah thank you so much for listening i'm about to eat my salad now and oh my gosh i keep forgetting i want to make it a thing like i want to have a song of the day each episode so today the song of the day that i want to share with you guys is called lost by khaki and moon sujin i found out on spotify that there's a way to like attach songs to podcast episodes so i'll attach that yeah check it out if you have time thank you so much for listening i hope it wasn't all over the place i think i just have so many like thoughts about this but hopefully it was somewhat organized and understandable this was my episode on overcoming perfectionism Thank you so much for listening. I love you guys. Till next time. Bye.